Scott here from Social Energy Presents, and welcome to this podcast short from our signature show, Your Backstage Pass, featuring a special vignette from another great episode. I gotta ask you this, just as a kid from Sault Ste. Marie, what the heck was it like being on the Ed Sullivan Show? <laughs> well, I remember Randy told me a story about about him coming to him them coming to the East to be on one of those shows. You worked um, seven days a week for that show. Uh, he started your rehearsals uh, Monday a.m. very early, six thirty, seven o'clock. You showed up at the CBS studio Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday evening. They would do a complete show with an audience not televised. It would be like a run-through. And then Sunday would be the live performance. See, what people don't know is that Ed Sullivan was a columnist before he was a television personality. And in those days, the columns are where you 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 got your your advertising, your promotion, your publicity. You know, Walter Winchell was a good example. In other words, you get on the newspaper column and people know about you. Well, CBS asked him to do a variety show. But unlike, you know, television shows now, which just pay you union scale, they paid you your entire fee for a concert. Really? Yes. So in other words, when you were on there, whatever your price was, you got that price. Because they would, they would give him like what, however many hundred thousand dollars to do a show. He would rent, hire, just like we were working. So it was lucrative. There's a lot of work. But you see, that the interesting thing about it, and you can relate to this, is, uh, you know, you, you did seven days of work for two minutes of airtime. Right. Now, you, you, you know we're used to working like an hour or two hours or maybe more on stage. So you have all that energy pent up for the, the big show and you use two minutes. Yeah. So Eddie's to come home and wreck our apartment because he had all this. <laughs> You know, because we used to, you know, you, you don't even you don't even turn on your amp in two minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no kidding. It's not even warmed up the tubes. You know, so but it was uh, it was interesting because see, it was live. You know, but it was really live in that you know when he made a mistake, everybody had to scurry to make up that time because what he would do, he would see somebody he knew in the audience, and you know he would not stop what he was supposed to do. He would continue talking to the person in the audience. Well, now somebody back there has to make up that time. Right. And that, that caused a little bit of tension backstage. Wow. It was an I, well, I, I remember hearing that the Beatles, basically he caught the Beatles for nothing. I, I, I think that was the deal. That Brian Epstein said, I want them to open and close the show two weeks in a row. Well, you know, I'm sure like, you know, like basically they made a good deal there, you know, because, uh, no, we all got paid, you know. Wow. It, it was interesting. Well, look, I mean, you're coming from England and you want to take over the, you know, the United States market. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. But so, so you rehearsed every day, like basically stage blocking, all this sort of stuff. And, and, and I'm just, I, I, so every day you're there all day. No, well, you know, we didn't have to stay all day, but, you know, you got there early in the morning and then you got your time slot. And See, the thing is that he, coming from a different generation, which he did, he really didn't cater to the musicians. You know, I mean, he was more uh, in tune with, like, the comedians and, you know, the people that were from his uh, age group. 
And 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 I, I had to kind of put my foot down once after the third time we did the show and say, hey, wait a second. Now, you, aren't you using our name for the for the headline of this show? Then how come we got the worst dressing room in the house? You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, man. You know, like, let, let's treat us right. Because, you know, he, he looked at us like, you know, like, not not in the same sense that he would look at, at uh, you know, Buddy Hackett, you know, or the people that, you know, the, even that little mouse, Topo Gigio, you know what I'm right. saying? So I had to kind of say, look, this is an older man, you know, I mean, I understand, you know, but the hell with him, we're going to get the dressing room. Right, right, right. <laughs> We always into a little tiny corner, you know, and the comedians got like this palace, you know. Wait a second, time out, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did a we did a show. I, I, we did a taping at the Roseland Ballroom, which was right across from the Ed Sullivan Theater there, and uh, <clears throat> this was back in 2010 again, I believe. And uh, so we got because it's uh, that street is almost like an alley; it's so narrow. So we went back and forth, and you know, we were hanging out with the David Letterman's crowd. That was before the Stephen Colbert takeover, and so. <clears throat> And then we ended up getting invited to watch a taping of Letterman, which was fantastic. I love that. So here I am in that same theater where the Beatles were. And of course, that's that magic thing. Now, you've been there since then, I imagine. It, it, they've made it smaller. It's not as, the it, Ed Sullivan Theater was bigger than the David Letterman Theater, let's say, right? For seats? Oh, they had to redo the whole place. See, they, they abandoned that place for quite a few years. Uh, you know, in between the Ed Sullivan and uh, I think the David Letterman show was the next thing that could people to use it. It was a, it was terrible. You know, it was like abandoned property. You know, it was like musty and dirty, and they redid that whole place. Oh, it was brand new. Oh yeah, well it was very funky, man. You know, I guess they owned it, CBS. They knew it was valuable in terms of you know usage, but nobody was using it. I I wonder how many years. It was quite a few years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, Letterman didn't get into that theater till, gosh, the 90s. Exactly. So, because he was, he was on uh, NBC with uh, the, late, the late night with David Letterman until he switched over to CBS. Yeah. So it was abandoned. And, and they did a, they did something there. I remember going there. They, they, uh, they, and it was, and you've been in places like that that have been abandoned. You know what that feels like. You know, it's, it was really funky. But they had a great idea. So well, we're going to sign uh, David, you know, to this this uh, CBS late night, and we're going to redo the entire theater. And they did. We we did um we, we were asked to do uh, the campaign with uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Uh, it was a movie, you know, about two congressmen, you know. Uh, going for election and of course will ferrell's character his his theme song or his theme was taking care of business right. so that's why we were there so we went into one of those theaters in new orleans this is where it was shot <clears throat> and that theater i don't know when they had used it the last time but it was cold and dank oh my god and we were there from about seven in the morning until about seven at night and when the movie came out i sat i'm sitting there looking and it was like whew, we were gone <laughs> it was that fast Amazing how long that takes. Well, movies, yeah, they take a long time. And, and yeah. you know, it's so interesting what you say about theaters because, you know, as, as we travel, uh, you know, they, they do these theaters over it. They, they redo them. However, they, they don't do the dressing rooms. They just do the front house. I know. <laughs> the back is as bad as it was in 19th century, you know. Hey, thanks for joining us. Check out our other vignettes and full episodes from a wide variety of guests for more great content. 
please like, share, and subscribe, and become a member at socialenergypresents.com to access premium content and earn valuable energy points just for watching.